0: When you open your mouth, you know, people know better to say that God said this and he did not say it. That is bringing confusion in the body of Christ and causing a rift in the body of Christ. And God is not the author of confusion. Whenever there is dissension and confusion, there is demonic activity. Let Profile.
1: You're listening to Premier Christian Radio. Hello and welcome to Premier Christian Radio. You're listening to The Profile, also available as a podcast. I'm Sam Howes, editor of Premier Christianity magazine. That is the magazine that sponsors this show and makes it all possible. We've got a special edition of the show today because we're speaking to two gospel megastars. First up, we've got Dietrich Haddon speaking to Premier Gospels' Moiwa about the inauguration of Mr. Joe Biden and even commenting and calling out some false prophets. So you don't want to miss that coming up next here on The Profile. Then later on, you'll be hearing from Ibe. Ibe has been in conversation with The Voice finalist, Michelle John, about her new album, What Life Was Like Growing Up, and also how she survived domestic abuse. Two great conversations on The Profile radio show and podcast coming your way.
2: Joining us all the way from Los Angeles in California is... uh... Uh, award-winning gospel artist and pastor of Hill City Church in America. Dietrich Haddon, thank you so much for joining us, Pastor
0: Haddon. My friend and brother, it's good to see you again, once again. Praise the Lord, everybody.
2: Amen. Praise the Lord. (laughs) It's been a a few years that we had you here in the UK and in in our studios, but uh, you haven't changed a bit. You look as...
0: As young as ever. God is good. Come on. He's preserving us, man. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. I miss y'all. I miss all my people there in the UK. I got to get back there soon when all this stuff clears up. I got to I got to make sure I'm there to man, praise I God with it. my brothers and sisters.
2: Of all your of all your colleagues from the states, you are the only gospel artist and I mean we've been premier gospel premier radio has been going for 25 years, premier gospel for 11 years now, you were the only gospel artist in those 11 years that's come here and said, I'm going to feature one of you guys. And you featured one of our presenters on your record. Wow. And you don't don't remember that you featured Naj on your... um, Church on the Moon. Church on the Moon album. How
0: was Naj? I miss her. How is she doing?
2: She's doing superbly well. She now has four children. Uh, she's just wow. coming back from from uh, maternity, so she should be back next week, uh, next month. Uh,
0: Congratulations, so- Max. Congratulations. Yes. And uh, she lended a great help to that uh, Church on the Moon project. She was my uh, hovercraft that took me to the moon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about uh, the moment we're in. You really were talking, uh, I wish we were talking because of your new record, um, uh, but we are talking about the 2021 inaugural uh, gospel uh, celebration, which is two days after the inauguration of uh, Biden and Harris, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. For, For those people who are not familiar with American politics or American culture, how significant is this event in the life of your
0: country? This is spectacular. I mean, it comes around once every four years, you know, when we elect a new president. And it's not often that they ask gospel artists to do the presentation. And so this is big for gospel music, uh, whoever the president is. Whenever you ask to do something like this, all eyes are on this moment here in America, in all over the world. People are paying attention to who's going to be the next president of the United States of America. And for them to ask the gospel to be presented is incredible. And not only that, this, what makes this one special for me is that it's history. It, 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 we made history some years ago when we elected the first African-American president of the United States, Barack Obama, which was big because we had never seen a black man in that high office in america It's never been done before and most of us thought it would never happen ever you know in our lifetime and it happened to god be the glory and uh they did a splendid job some people say they have their opinions about it but in my opinion they did an awesome job no scandals represented us well uh knew how to communicate to the world i thought it was fantastic and then uh, we went through this little season here but today uh, as as of now, we have America has elected a new uh, president in Joe Biden, and and the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, if, which is a black woman, which is even more impressive, because women have been marginalized, and it's only been about fifty years when they've been able to uh, vote. Period. And so to have of the first female elected in the high office, and she happens to be a black woman. Is absolutely incredible. So this is a big moment for me to be there.
2: So uh, along with uh, Fred Hammond, Tasha Cobbs, and a, and a wonderful array of of artists, there is also Morris Ch- Chestnut, Taraja, and, yes. and a few others. Uh, you will be uh, ho- you'll be at this this event. Um, but you speak of P- President Obama's time, and then you mention this <laughs> and you just you, just <laughs> you see me on. just go right past it <laughs> and uh I, I, I mean i think most of us are familiar with your with your thoughts and your views but i i wondered though um for you what would you say have been uh the most disturbing and disappointing moments because you you clearly you clearly i mean i i remember you saying you prayed for you prayed regularly for Donald Trump, and you saying, you know, you know, I pray, Lord, to tell him to stop tweeting, tell him to stop. <laughs> uh, but but you you made it clear, and and actually, I have to say, um, even though you were clear uh, about your disagreements with his policies and other things, I didn't, I never once sense much disrespect in your tone uh as maybe some other preachers that i've seen but for you clearly there were moments where you could hear your disappointment uh what was some of your uh most disturbing and disappointment disappointing moments uh with this journey because there there are different chapters of it there are there, there's the the uh outcry around the evangelical leaders and, and there's, I mean, one of which is a good friend of yours who you pastored with her for a while. I remember when you were pastor at church and, and. um, Uh, Absolutely. For you, Dietrich Haddon, what would you say uh, when you look at the, the last four years, what have been the most disturbing and disappointing moments in those four years and why? There's been many
0: incredible moments that you had to stop and say, wait a minute, is this, I hear the evangelical saying that this is the man of God and he's God said he will do a second term. There've been many moments when I said, how could God want us to go through this again with a man with so much disrespect and so much dishonor and so such tone deafness of a cry of a people that's crying for justice. There's been so much injustice and police brutality and uh, against our people in the country, and he's turned uh, a, a deaf ear to it. So there's been many instances, but I want to I want to fast track you to 2020, the year that we've all experienced together. This year happens, to, 2020 ha- happened to be a year we've all had to deal with this. It wasn't just an American thing. It wasn't a, just a UK thing. It was a worldwide pandemic, and we're still in the middle of it. Here in California, we're in quarantine right now. So... So I just I want to just take 2020 alone on how, um, how his leadership was just was just so reckless. See, I'm going based on the four years that I've experienced with Donald Trump, and then the last year put the icing on the cake for me. You see, people are dying from a pandemic, yet you will not exert leadership in the midst of such a chaotic time. All you were concerned about is a vote and not lives. Even when you contracted the virus yourself and your entire administration, you still came out of that rallying on fifteen or 20 more rallies which when you did not call for social distance no mask no anything and the death toll began to rise in that season but now did, did you what, what do you what do you then
2: say to I mean just recently in the last few days leaders who uh, the church not as friend, not just the church the black church uh have championed and loved for years uh, someone like mike murdoch uh putting up a picture and saying america does not deserve this family that's the, the trump family and there are other leaders like him who i mean i i saw one prophetic word from another leader just two days ago uh that you know um america uh, really has missed an opportunity with Trump. What do you say to those people? I mean, some of these men—they're not—they're not—they're no, they are not novices in, in ministry. These are men that we went to their conferences. We still read their books. Uh, we still turn to their broadcast and still believe God for a breakthrough through them. Yet you—you you seem to stand on a totally different
0: uh, <laughs> ground. <laughs> I I believe that uh, sometimes you can elevate people far above their level of integrity, their level of wisdom, their level of spirituality. And I think that we've seen that far too much in America, how we put people on pedestals that really, you know, they, 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 they and we've built, helped them build their ministries, big mega ministries. But yesterday's touchdown does not count in today's game you got to continue to hear God's voice or you will be stripped of of your anointing. The scripture teaches us that even with Saul. And so even though you may love that person, there are times when God will say, Samuel, get up from crying over Saul because I have shifted.
2: But they say the gift and calling of God is without
0: repentance. So that calling can't be removed. The anointing can be stripped from you. You can definitely hold your seat without the anointing. Saul did it. But when God gets ready to shift, because, you know, God raises up kings and he brings them down. And so that's what's happening. Anytime you allow yourself to speak something that God did not say, you spoke and said, my preacher, friend and brothers and sisters, that God said. You when you open your mouth, you know, people know better to say that God said this. And he did not say it. That is bringing confusion in the body of Christ and causing a rift in the body of Christ. And God is not the author of confusion. Whenever there is dissension and confusion, there is demonic activity. And what we've seen clearly is demonic activity in the body of Christ across the board. And the scripture teaches us more what it says that let the prophet who prophesies and that word comes to pass in that time, let him be considered a true prophet. If it does not come to pass, that is a definition of a false prophet. So, so tell- the churches have been infiltrated hmm. with false prophets. Especially if you do not repent once you realize you missed it, because we're human.
2: So we could we have a, a whole list of names we could go through, but I I wouldn't bore you with that. You know who they are. I wouldn't. Bo- what, I would be bored. I love it. Tell do me you, who it is. What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? with, the, I mean, you're a pastor, you, uh, I think it was your, your, uh, Christmas service or Easter service or thereabouts where you, I mean, whilst being in lockdown, you've had over a hundred thousand people tuning into your service. Uh, yes. so, so there, there were a whole bunch of people who look to you for oversight. Uh, what do you then say to them about these prophets, which
0: according to the scriptures you're pulling up, uh, proven to be false prophets what what do we do with those I would tell all the people that uh that rejection is direction God is making 2020 was a year of clarity clear vision to know the mind of God to know what God is saying to know who's who and what's what 2020 has done us all a favor and made it clear on where uh, preachers and prophets where they stand there are a lot of evangelical preachers who are not are preaching from a a uh, from a patriotic political place and not a spiritual Holy Ghost field, I've heard from the Lord, biblical place. And that's where the division has come in, in America. I don't know if it's happening there in the UK, but this great divide, but it's all—it's a good thing because people are now finding their place. They're leaving the, the places where they've been marginalized and disrespected and dishonored by leadership. You'd be surprised. And you know, now they have made it clear Mm-hmm. That where they stand as it pertains to how they feel about you and your race. So, so listen, let
2: me come to that. Let me come to that on, on that point, because um, I know your your time is short. You, you, you've the the divides have been so clear and and so evident, so much so that I, I gather gun sales went up rapidly. In your did in your- you see that preacher telling people to shoot
0: the vote? No, I, I didn't. I didn't. Did you see the preacher tell him cursing anybody who went against Trump? He cursed him. Did you see that? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, man, I, it's going crazy here in America, man. These preachers.
2: So if you, how, how, I mean, have you, have you, did you stock up on your firearms? Because I know, I know friends of mine in America who, I mean, there's a particular friend of mine who's an, an apostle, but he's got, he's got 14 guns in his house. Um, Dietrich Haddon, are are you, I mean, did you prepare for the proud boys or you believe in God to keep the the gates intact?
0: I believe in the same God that parted the sea and caused the the Egyptians to drown. I believe in the same God that surrounded Elijah with, with, with angels and said, if you look and see, you will see where they're more with us than with them. I, I believe in the same God. And I also believe in walking in wisdom. Wisdom can save your life also. So I'm not I'm very aware, very alert. But I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that. That means I'm leaning on my own strength. I'm a believer. I'm a Holy Ghost Bible believer. I actually believe in prayer and that it works. I actually believe in the whole arm of God. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, loins girded about with truth, feet sharp with the preparation of the gospel of peace, sword, which is the word of God, shield of faith. I actually believe it. I believe that when I go out, I have angels, grace and mercy covering me. I believe it. So we're either going to believe this thing or, or not.
2: So for you, um, one of the things that's boggled my mind is as, as I'm, I'm, I'm trying to ramp up, but. I, i've wondered what does america do um because i i know um, many people had very strong views about donald trump but actually even in this last election over 70 million people voted for him so he's not by himself he's a reflection of the state of the heart of your nation so what do you do um on the 20th the day of the celebration the gospel celebration When you wake up and you open the door and you see dear sister Karen down the road who had been walking with the Confederacy flag and saying all sorts. Now you know what they think. Now you know what they believe. What do you do? Where does America go from here?
0: I think it's an opportunity for believers to show the love of Christ and prove to them that they were wrong, you know, show the love of Christ, uh, be ready, stand ready to unite. Uh, I think the next level for the church and the world is to learn how to disagree without disrespect. I've learned how to hear people out and, and, and people have some good views on Trump. There are people that have some good points and I'd be like, you know, that's a good point. That's a good point. But my overall perspective it still has not changed or shifted. Uh, shifted my vote in his direction. Uh, so that's that's how I see it. We only had two choices. And I refused, and 80-something million people refused to vote him in the office again. And we've seen over the last two months since he was uh, uh, voted out, why we did not elect him again. I've, we've never seen a, a president incite an attempted coup an insurrection against his own government. Man, this is history. This is crazy what we're seeing in in America. And people, but believe it or not, it was 70 million people who voted for him. But those numbers are declining every day, declining every single day that they've seen him and the way he's carried himself with no respect for the democracy, uh, self-consumed, not concerned about the death toll that's rising. Those numbers are declining big time so so finally you've got you've got new projects coming i mean before the lockdown
2: and corona you were on a tour um when the head of the label pulls you off the tour uh, yeah. and and then since 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 uh then you know you've you've been just uh you've been quite but you've released some stuff you've got new music coming up uh you've got your t v shows that you're working on uh that that yes. been coming, uh and uh uh, so for for your UK fans, uh, what are some of the things they can look forward to from Dietrich Haddon in, in 2021?
0: I did a movie back in the day called Blessed and Cursed. Uh, I was able to shoot my new film, Blessed and Cursed 2, some 10 years later. It's coming out in the spring or the summer. I'm not quite sure of the date, but look for Blessed and Cursed 2. That's coming. I also have a brand new song called Sick World I can't, we can't stand to lose nobody else. I'm actually singing that song. I made it, created it for the inaugural celebration. I'm gonna release that this weekend, uh, maybe the top of next week, if not this weekend, the top of next week. So expect a brand new song, brand new video for me produced by Zay Tolvin and myself. Great song, something you can ride to, young people, you're gonna love it, but it speaks to exactly where we all are uh, in the middle of this pandemic. So I'm excited about that uh, that song. my my uh, time album is out. You can go get it. I'm working definitely working on a new TV show with Holly Carter. Uh, we just uh, got the deal going over there, so I'm excited about that new show coming, and uh, and just uh, pastoring my church and raising my kids and keeping my house intact. That's what I'm doing. Now, now finally, I, I can I can never forget the episode
2: in uh, uh, LA Preachers where the uh, the honorable uh, prophet. Of God says to you, listen, son, and you kick off saying, "I'm not your son. I'm <laughs> I'm Bishop Haddon's son." Uh, but you you're both in the same city, aren't you? Are you are you planning to do uh, anything together soon? Any TV shows? Any return to um, that episode?
0: Don't tell anybody. Y'all hearing it first. The boys are back. Wow. The boys are back. So uh, I guess we'll hear things as the year progress on. But the boys are back and we're all in the same city. Uh, I love that preacher dearly. I love all the fellas on the show. We made history. I mean, we went through it together. We were scrutinized together. We won souls together from the show. We've expanded the kingdom from the show, opened up other opportunities for other shows to come along. We did it together. And the boys are back. 2021. So, so, so some s- souls
2: were won through that show because all I heard were the uh, the
0: criticisms of of uh, you guys. Oh. The criticisms are going to always be magnified. The devil is all going to always project what the ne- the negativity. But there is there were more souls changed and saved from that show. I had more a uh, male during that time than I ever had in my entire career, and I've had a long gospel career, I've reached more people than I ever did in my entire gospel career, all over the world. People want that show. Even the people who didn't, didn't wasn't too fond of it, they were at home watching it because there was something that you found in it that you could relate to because we were coming from an authentic place. I know I was. It was all pure it was all on purpose and it was green lit by God in my spirit. And that's why I did it. And I seen the results when I seen atheists saying, man, I don't, I, I, I left the church. I don't even believe in God anymore, but because of that show, I'm locked in every week. And now I'm, I'm thinking about going back to church, get my life back together. I see how you, you're fighting and clawing your way back into the relation, your relationship with God. I see it. I've got thousands of male of people. Saying, I want to give my life back to Christ. So it was on purpose. It was not for naught. It was not in vain. It was on purpose. And that's why the networks have been trying to get us back on for the last, what, seven years. They've been trying, but nobody, we couldn't get the fellas on one accord. Because believe it or not, we were affected by it. You know, we're not, preachers are not people that like to be disrespected and and scrutinize and we have churches where people look up to us people depend on us they 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 listen to our word that you know and so when they you got you can only imagine the fight that the members of the church had with just their family members so there was a time where we everybody said let's just pull back and make sure this is what God is saying and let's make sure that it's being done the way we need it to be done where it's proactive you know it's 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 a blessing you know For us
1: You're listening to The Profile here on Premier Christian Radio That was Moiwa in conversation with Dietrich Hatton We've got another Gospel star coming up in part two So stick around for that We'll see you right after this Do you want to stay informed on the best of what's happening in the UK church today? Premier Christianity magazine is for you The UK's leading Christian magazine is published every month and features interviews with Christian leaders, in-depth reporting, reviews, columnists and loads more. And best of all, you can try it for free. Head to our website now to request the latest edition worth £5.95, completely free of charge.
3: Visit premierchristianity.com forward slash free sample. Lit Profile
1: You're listening to Premier Christian Radio. Where faith comes to Welcome back to The Profile here on Premier Christian Radio. I'm Sam Hells, editor of Premier Christianity magazine. That's the magazine that sponsors this show and makes it all possible. It's a gospel music special on The Profile radio show and podcast this week. So let's check in now with Ibe. Giant killer Ibe has been speaking to the voice finalist, Michelle John. Let's listen in.
4: I'm very excited to be here with this young lady. She has, well, she's kind of legendary. She's not a legend because legends pass. She's legendary. She's done so much uh, in the gospel. She's done so much outside. Um, She's toured with the likes of Eric Clapton, one of the biggest musicians in the world one of the best guitarists, period, in the world. She was on The Voice, um, made waves there, and now about to release her brand new album, Diva Songbook. I am, I'm just, I don't even know what to say. Kids would say gassed, but I'm just so happy to, to have Michelle John with me today.
5: I'm gassed by the 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 intro. Oh, come on
4: now, come on! I had to think, I had to because there's so oh. many, so many things that you've done. I was like, wow, you know, just thinking this. this she is, she is legendary.
5: Well, legendary yeah. makes me sound old, and I'm not. The, well,
4: well, you are. You've done in, you, in the young time, that you, yes. young in the time, <laughs> the short space that you've been here. You've done such a lot. yeah it's and well to be um a good, man. You know, and when you hear this lady sing, um, I mean, mm. I've been hearing her. Uh, sing for years. I've actually been to concerts where we've actually I've, I've um, hosted and she's come on and just sang and blown everyone away, you know. And, uh, wow, with a gift like that, it's just amazing. Now, where have you been? What have you been up to? Apart from <laughs> leading up to the album, what have you been doing since uh, The Voice till now?
5: Since The Voice, I've just been embarking on my own journey as a soloist. Yeah. And uh, I've been travelling up and down the country. I've been to Europe, which has been amazing. And just been doing lots of concerts. I put out a single last year uh, called Priceless, which did quite well. And um, I've just been building. I've just been building my my audience yeah. and um, just been telling my story. With, with anywhere they would let me like get on the mic.
4: <laughs> so uh, before we get into anything, I, I know that you went through some personal stuff. Yeah, I mean, how did you... I mean can we share some of that Can yeah. we talk about that how, how did you overcome and what you know what did you go through
5: well basically um as I just mentioned I put out a single last year called priceless and priceless uh talks about going through domestic violence and for me um I associate with being a survivor okay um i'm I'm not. I'm not a victim, I'm a survivor and everything that I do, I, I made a decision a, a while ago that I was going to not allow my past to be the breaking of me but for it to be the making of me and um, so I'm here to say to anybody, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be domestic violence but whatever your journey, whatever your battle, whatever your struggle, whatever your history, whatever your past has been and... Um, that the future is whatever you make it, and with God on your side, all things are possible. Mm. So you just got to believe in yourself. And as I said, it's not who you are. It's not the thing that defines me. Mm. Do, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. don't. I, I used to walk around with that badge, with that invisible label on myself, victim abuse. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? And I, I, I think you have to make a decision where you go, no more. I'm not going to let this be the thing that leads my thoughts, leads my energy, leads the decisions I make on a daily basis. I, I, I need to put this away mm. okay and sometimes that's about forgiveness sometimes it's about a decision saying you know what I let this go mm. because it doesn't serve me now mm. do you know what I mean yeah
4: I I, I know exactly what you mean I mean th- there's probably somebody out there who's probably thinking you know what wow she's gone through that how do you forgive because that's one of the hardest things to deal with
3: yeah
4: in, in you know when you've been through what you've been through how do you say yeah. you know what hey I forgive you moving on
5: how do you do that do you know what it's just not that deep Mm. i know it it sounds like it's such a a big thing to do Mm. (laughs) but it literally is a decision and people say this and it's it's super cliche and i used to think oh whatever right (laughs) but forgiveness is the gift you give to yourself So I say, I'm going to forgive that person because guess what? That person is not going to be a part of my day every day for the rest of my days. So I'm going to forgive. I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to make a decision to walk on and go on my own journey of healing, of letting things go. And it's a daily decision Mm -hmm. and things come up. Things come up, the reminders happen, feelings come up, memories come up that trigger that emotion that bring me right back to that place. And I go, nah, 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 not today, I ain't mm. got time for that. But it, it gets easy. I know I'm making it sound super simple, but it is, it starts with a decision.
4: Mm. You know what? what's wonderful is that I've seen you online um where you, um, especially a few months ago when we were deep in the lockdown, yeah, you were online encouraging <laughs> people, encouraging women,
3: yeah,
4: um, and uh, and I think the energy that you bring when you was doing it online, you, I, I, <laughs> I mean, even if I was going through something, I would have been able to go, you know, get through with oh. the encouragement that you was given. So oh. that that was really That's really cool. fantastic. So I mean, in doing that, yeah. Um, have you joined? Have you spoken to spoken out at places on this? Absolutely, you, and yeah. And what are the testimonies that have come in?
5: I just get testimonies all the time. I get yeah. people. The thing about priceless, it's about value. It's about self worth, isn't it? So from the from the beginning, from before I was a fault in you know before I was a twinkle in my dad's eye and my mom, right, God already had a purpose and a plan for me. He already decided. That's that's gonna be my my baby. She's priceless. We're born Mm. that way, aren't we? When the baby comes into the world, we go, oh, how beautiful, how precious, how gorgeous. We don't lose, we don't diminish Mm. over time. Mm. You know, we just got to hold on to our value. And I think life happens. And it, it it scars us, and it, and it causes a little chip on our on our little diamond. But we're, we're priceless, and mm. it's those it's those chips and those flaws that actually make us unique and mm. even more priceless.
4: Come on, you precious So that's God. that's
5: that's the way how I I have to look at it mm. because that's how God looks at it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as I said, it's not easy. It's daily decisions. It's daily decisions. But I have to believe. That if God says that he loves me, I must be lovable. I must be worth loving. So you don't get to treat me like I'm not lovable. And what happens is because we walk around with this invisible label Mm. saying I'm broken, I'm flawed, I'm not lovable. That's what we attract. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To change the advert. And, you know, again, it's another cliche thing, but it's true. Like love has to start with you. How do you teach your children love? You don't embrace it for yourself.
3: Mm,
5: Because we learn by osmosis. We learn by what we see, what we're around. Don't we? (laughs) You know, it's not why what I say is what I do. It's it's the biggest teacher. So I think you have to embody and find that love in yourself. And that is the hardest thing. Because we we look in the mirror and we go, Ugh. Oh, oh gosh! Oh, I, could lose that. I want oh, to lose Really? The... Yeah. <laughs> right. We yeah. do, and all the things that we know about ourselves that mm. are true, right? Mm, mm. <laughs> and we go, "Oh my god, that um, I'm horrible." That mm. bit about me. Oh my god, I can't stand. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. But you have to find. That thing in yourself and start from there mm. you know I say to I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a vocal coach i've i've vocal coached people throughout the years and I always say to them as I always try to give them something positive yeah they could be they could be tone deaf but i'll say Do you know what? The way how you learnt those lyrics, you're brilliant at that, or your breathing is great. So now we need to focus. So always give yourself something positive, Mm. as well as all of the (laughs) the critical things that are so easy. But you just have to find something about yourself as a starting point and go, Okay, do you know what? I love the way that I stood up for myself at work today. Yeah, guess what? You're worthy of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I love the way that my lipstick looked today. Ah, that really made me feel good. Yeah, because guess what? You're worthy of feeling good. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I know I'm making it sound simple, but it is.
4: Mm. Mm. Hey, (laughs) you have anything for the
5: guys? Do you know what? Do you know how many messages I get from men that are struggling with being strong mm. are struggling with the fact that maybe they've got to a certain age and they haven't achieved the things that they thought they were going to, and they feel like a failure. And again, the priceless principle, it applies to anybody, mm. anybody. I get messages from people that are struggling with homosexuality. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's real. Whatever it is, you know, and there's, there's a song on my album called labels. And everything that I've gone through in my life, um, it, it's, 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 it's given me labels, right? So there's labels that I've put on myself mm-hmm. and I've said, oh, I'm this or I'm that and or things that people have said about me and I've made it real in my life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or stuff that's happened and it's become a label in my life. And we all have them.
3: Mm,
5: right mm. we've all got them we've got the visible ones and we've got the <laughs> the invisible ones but we all have our own labels mm. and the, the question is asked in the song am I good enough because of these labels and the song goes down and it says yeah I am good enough and I think that's the that's a journey for all of us feeling am I good enough mm. yeah I am good enough. I
4: I want to I want to ask this question, um, and, and thank you for that. And I really pray that that, that whoever hears that message really take it in yeah. and soak it in. And thank you.
5: Yeah.
4: Um, I want to go back a little bit.
5: <laughs> how far <are> we going? <laughs> back to the
4: the hot cone. the hot comb.
5: Hey, <laughs> you're going back. <laughs> so how did you start singing? Did
4: you start off in church? Yeah.
5: Or yeah. You start, totally. How did, how did you start? Right. So basically, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up in Peckham. Okay. Right. Peckham. And I always find it amazing because a lot of people have said to me lately, they think I'm from America. I'm like,
4: what? You kind of have that <laughs> look. You, there is something there. That, really? There's something there that looks like, yeah, she's this. You look like somebody.
5: Bruv, I am like Peckham, Peckham. born and raised Desmond's, on the playgrounds where Desmond's, I spent most of my yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or oh, Desmond's haircut, yeah. 100%. My yeah, brother yeah. used to go there and get his haircut.
3: Come
5: on. <laughs> like, real. <Come> on. <laughs> so I grew up in Peckham mm. on the council estate. Mm. And there was a lovely gentleman, and he's still with us. He goes to um Tab's Church in Lusham. Yeah. Right, Pastor Michael, Pastor White. Michael yeah. White.
4: yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> and his name's Brother Grant, mm. okay? Uh, he might be Deacon Grant now, but I know him as Brother Grant. He's
4: probably Deacon, because,
5: yeah. you know. He's <laughs> been so Brandon,
4: a Yes, he's kind of been... He's now been <laughs> he's promoted. <been> promoted. he <laughs> yes, promoted to Deacon, yes.
5: But Brother Grant, lovely, lovely gentleman, and his wife, Sister Grant. And... um they uh, they used to knock on the door of all the parents, of all the single mums, right? Mm-hmm. My mum was a single mum and say, look, we can take the kids off your hands Sunday morning, take them to Sunday school. My oh, mum was like, what time you coming, <laughs> right? So that's where the whole thing with church started. And I was just one of those babies that, you know, the TV advert would come on and I'd be like dancing in front of the TV. I just loved music. I don't know who, how, why, what, I don't know.
3: Mm-hmm. But
5: so when I got to church, the music, just, it just grabbed me. It was like, oh, do you know what I mean? And um, I think I started my first choir when I was like four. Wow. And I did my first solo at church when I was five. Do you, do you know what I mean? I just yeah. went through, you know, back then we, it wasn't praise and worship.
4: Do no. you remember, eBay It was just singing.
5: Somebody let go come and lead devotion. Yes. Right.
3: <laughs> Yes.
5: And somebody had like, you know, the the um redemption song yeah. book or the church hymnal. The hymnal yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: For so those of you that know, right? The, the, the <laughs> book
4: with 500 songs. Yes. Songs, yeah? Turn
5: to number 131. Yes. To the work, to the work. Yes. Yeah.
4: With the piano, with the intro yeah, at the end of man. the verse. Then you got the intro again. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So, um, yeah, so that's where singing just, just became everything for me, really.
4: Mm. So what made you want to pursue... Singing, uh, <laughs> you know, you when you thought to yourself, "Hey, I'm actually quite good at this. I actually want to do this." Like, as a never job. had that thought. <laughs> really,
5: never had that. You thought. You just went
4: straight into
5: never, never thought it was possible. I didn't know I, somebody would pay me to sing. Never thought I was good enough. Like, wow. no, <laughs> it was just one of those things that happened, and that's that's the truth. And um, I I was always one of those people that was like, come on, come on, Michelle, come on, sister Michelle, come on, sing. But I loved it, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But I never, I wasn't, I wasn't the one that would volunteer Mm -hmm. myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was happy. I was happy in the choir. I was happy in the group. Um, And uh, I just, I just kind of, as I said, people just kind of pulled me out. And then Songs of Praise Mm -hmm. came to uh, New Testament... I grew up in the New Testament Assembly Church. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know if you know Bishop Delroy Powell. I know him, Yeah. His father. Yes. Bishop B- Mervyn Powell. Yeah, legendary. Legends, the legends, yeah. right? So New Testament Assembly, our main church is at Tootin. Okay? Um, big shout out to you guys. And um, Songs of Praise were coming to New Testament Assembly and I was singing in the choir. They gave me a solo on one of the songs, wow. right? And... So you know you're thinking, oh my gosh, like I've made it. I'm on TV.
4: (laughs) The one show. The one. The five minutes. Yeah.
5: The the thirty eight (laughs) seconds. You know what I
3: mean.
5: (laughs) But um, and so basically, I uh, there was they used to repeat songs of praise the night before, like three o'clock in the morning. A DJ came home from a club, Mm. turned on the TV, and it was on be the BBC and Mm. there was me that was songs of praise was playing there was me singing with the choir in my choir robe and he got in touch with the BBC and was like I need that girl to come and sing on this track so that was like my first sort of introduction to professional music going into the studio and all of that and so again nothing I planned for didn't go after it nothing and then a couple of years after that, I sang at a concert, a gospel concert at the lovely Clive Brown. Oh, Clive Brown. Do you oh, remember Clive, Clive Brown, Brown? Legend. An
4: energetic, most energetic choir director ever, ever. Yeah. right?
5: And uh, there was a few people, I think Jennifer Phillips was was there that night. And just one of our great gospel concerts, you know, yeah. that we used to have. And uh, Basil Mead was there. Mm. And I was singing with a group. I was in a group with Clive Brown. And Basil basically poached me. Wow. <laughs> He's like, You know, I need you to come and sing with my choir. <laughs> but I knew Basil from TV because back then we had People Get people Ready, get ready yeah. you know, yeah, Rock yeah. Gospel Show. Like these guys were the, you know what I'm saying? We were yeah. watching them on a Sunday night. That's right, yeah. So I was like, Mum. I've made it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I I, I I, started my journey with LCGC and then it just kind of evolved from there, really. And I just ended up being a backing singer. Again, mm. I just got called out of the crowd. So it was wow. never something I went after. And I guess maybe I always had this air of, don't belong here like I've, I've not done the training I've not I don't have any singing qualifications I didn't go to diva b-tech course <laughs> for, you know what I'm saying I did, do you know what I mean yeah, I, yeah. I didn't have yeah. any skill set uh-huh. as, as far as I was concerned and um and maybe from you know again some of my labels growing up you know I just didn't feel like I was I was good enough worthy worthy of being there hmm. and I just thought how come these people keep <laughs> keep calling me what are they going to pay me alright what time <laughs> but it was nothing I went after
4: yeah wow you know so so from uh, from a young early age singing you know, yeah. in the church to to a, a point where you were doing back in singing yes um, so I, I obviously I don't think you, I don't know if you're still doing back in singing or or no so what made you want to leave the Back in Singing and <laughs> and pursue this on your own and was it I mean was it scary?
5: Oh my gosh. So what made me want to leave the Back in Singing? Another accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I I mentioned earlier I'm I'm a vocal coach and I took one of my students to an open night um open mic night mm. right i always think it's good to get practice singing in front of an audience right yeah. and i went to the open mic and the person who was hosting it knew me and they were like shell you got to come up and sing all right fair enough so i went up sang. there were some scouts from the voice oh, wow. there that night wow. so they came to me after and they were like you gotta do the show i was like thank you but Nah, <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy. I'm good. Yeah, thank
5: yeah. you very much. I'm actually getting on a plane next week yeah. with Eric Clapton. I'm. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm good. And I think, really, being honest about it, I think, again, what well, being a soloist. Somewhere in in my daydreams, I, you know, there was that picture of me one day singing my own songs. Mm. That mm. that that that's as deep as it was, <laughs> right? But you get into a situation. Where you're comfortable. Hmm. You know, Hmm. I'd been a backing singer over 20 years.
4: Wow, that long?
5: Yeah. Right? And by that time now, my CV, thank you, Lord was healthy Mm. you know I've worked with Mariah I've worked with Whitney just one time with Whitney I worked with Mary J Blige I worked with George Michael I worked with Annie Lennox I worked with Eric Clapton for 15 years do you know what I mean like my CV was nice
3: Mm -hmm. my
5: situation was nice (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I'm a single mum I grew up in Peckham I was raised by a single mum like I'm living the dream right now I'm, I'm doing what was, imp- was impossible for people that came from where I come from. Mm. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So why would I think about shaking that up? Like I need to get my son through school. Yeah. I need to. I need to buy them trainers at the end of the month mm-hmm. for him. You know. I, so I'm gonna. I'm comfy. Do you know what I mean? And that was always whenever the thought came up about moving and and going and trying to do my own thing. It would always be the, well, hold on. What, why would you leave this? You're comfortable. You're, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the voice kept coming back for three years. And I thought, oh, my God. So I made the mistake. And I said, Lord, you know what? If it comes back again, I thought they'd ask me three times. They're not going to do that again. If it comes back again, then. <laughs>
4: <laughs> They're like, all right. Uh, yeah. I'll see. Mm,
3: I'll see. Right? Yeah.
5: But I knew in my, in my heart, I knew in my spirit that in my mind something was shifting in me mm, right mm. it was time and maybe that was just you know you get to a certain age in life or my son's got to a certain age I've got him through school I've got him through college do you mm-hmm. know what I mean I don't know and it came back and and I just thought okay it's time mm. but I still tried to juggle the two things I was yeah. like I'm here I'm doing the show oh, by the way guys I didn't expect to still to get through to the next round. I've I've got to go off on tour in two weeks time. So it was like, okay, Mm. decision time. And I just felt it was time for me to follow my own path. Yeah.
4: Mm. Uh, And I mean, we, 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 I asked the question, was was it scary?
5: 150%.
4: (laughs) How did you, because it's a case of, you know, you, you're comfortable. How do you navigate through that fear?
5: Yeah, because you're, the thing is, you're starting from scratch. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think what kept me was a sense of knowing. Do you, do you know what I mean? Mm. I, d- I can't tell you what I knew. I just knew it was time. I just knew in my spirit it felt right to go. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then, you know, as you move, then little things start coming. Yeah. And yeah. the path starts forming in front of you. And you're oh. like, oh, there's confirmation. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, So I think you have to trust that. And I just think this is where your faith kicks in,
3: Mm, mm. you
5: know, and God knows my heart. God knows my intentions. And the picture that I have in my mind about my songs and the people that I want to reach with my music, you know, and so I I, I just have to walk out in faith and go, God's, if this, if this is okay, if you can, if you can sign this off, Lord, yeah. then let's go.
4: So, um, so you, you've left, um, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, you've left the comfort, you know, yeah. and, um, and so this journey begins, you yeah. know, you release your first single yeah, and then the journey of the album begins. Now, what was that like?
5: Right. So I left. Did my first single,
3: mm.
5: and I I want to say this because I, I I've got to be real, right? Mm. Please don't look at Instagram and Facebook and go, oh my god, I'm living the life, right? Instagram looks great, the mm. filters are fabulous, mm. right? Amaro works for me all every time. Just saying, ladies. <laughs> um, but it's been hard because I don't have the cushion of what I had before. I, mm. it's, it's a faith walk, mm, mm. right? So faith is going to test you. How, do, how, does, how does God know that you, you're for real? Do you know? Mm, mm. <laughs> it has to be tested, right? And then for each level, there's another level of... <laughs> what do you get when you get through that test? Mm, mm. You get the next one. <laughs> it's been hard, mm, mm. right? It's been hard. It's been hard. I just want you to get. It. It's been hard, man. It's been hard. I,
4: I, I can understand and I can see. Obviously, with the with this album, and you've called it Diva Songbook, and you
5: Diva Songbook through the storm,
4: through the storm. It's eleven tracks. Yeah, um, and you can feel the effort <laughs> from when you look at the album cover. Right. You can see that there's so much yeah. of of yourself. You know, some people just ah I'm just going to put out an album. Yeah but you you can feel that there's so much of yourself that has been put into the whole process.
5: Well, this is, is, again, I feel like it's a manifestation of the believing, embracing Mm. that I'm worthy of this, that God gave me this, so why would I just fling out? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a gift.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
5: the first thing you see when you open the CD booklet, it says, Lord, God, thank you for choosing me.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So I can't just fling it. I just can't put it out. Do you know what I mean? Like, it represents me, but it represents God in me. It represents the gift he's given me. It represents the journey. It represents me saying to people, to women... Pick yourself up, boo. Mm, mm, mm. Dust yourself off. Put your lipstick on. What do you want to do? What has God given you? Do, 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 Start, Start with that. Start with what you have. Like the album, the album was recorded in lockdown. Mm. I had this whole plan at the beginning of the year, how I was going to do it and I was going to pay for it like this. It was a completely different list of songs. Mm. It was a completely different... Body of work. Mm. Let me say Completely that. Completely
4: different project.
5: Completely different project. All together, yeah. Right, and so through the lockdown, my mummy's my mum's one of the um, is a key worker. My mum just confirms my mum's always been a superhero. She's mm. a hero, and all these amazing everyday heroes, right, that we got to love and appreciate through lockdown. And you think, well, how can I serve with my little voice? And mm. I'm in my kitchen, <laughs> like everyone else, mm. eating too many bagels or. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think, just do what you do. Mm, mm. Do what you do. So I wanted to do this body of work. I made some calls. I just again I used what I had. Who have I got in my phone? Mm. Who have I got connection to? What songs? And I literally chose every song and it was these are songs that inspire me. Mm. You know, like do you have do you have your own like playlist, eBay? Like yeah. do you have like a morning? Yeah.
3: yeah.
5: Right. So these are like some of my go-to songs. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? And I just said I don't have the money. I I I I I'm a, I, I'm a sing. I'm a singer. That's what I do for my job. It's my ministry. It's, it's everything I do is is wrapped around music. I don't have a career right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an income. Mm. So okay, I want to do this for the people. I'm going to ask the people for help. Mm. So if you believe in me, if you believe in what I'm doing, if you believe in what I post on Instagram, if you believe in my journey, like I would hope that you see a thread. When you look on my page, when you look on my social media, I would hope that you see a thread about me. Ooh. So if you get a picture and, you, you, and, and, and I've helped you in any way or, or I've encouraged you in any way and you want to help me to do this, then do you know what? Please help. Now, let me tell you, I'm not that chick that would ask any body for help
3: mm, mm.
5: maybe that's life has taught me that that whenever i've let my guard down it hasn't always worked out well for me so i'm a very fiercely independent woman
3: mm, mm.
5: and sometimes to my own detriment and the lord is teaching me <laughs> good and this yeah. this journey has been teaching me this mm. shell put your ego down put your pride down put your fear down mm. and let people help you I feel (laughs) sorry (laughs) let people help you because this is to help people that's what I genuinely believe it's not just songs Mm. like I could see I could promote my own songs I've got I've got a whole nother album waiting to go I could have just knocked that out it's done and made some money Mm. but these are not I'm not even gonna get the publishing from these songs do you understand what I'm saying it's not about so much me but I genuinely thought these are songs that are going to help people. That's that's the energy. That's the prayer. That's the intention. And people showed up for me. Mm. And they did. They they went in. They put the money into the GoFundMe. And we have the album here. Five, five months later, we're launching the album tomorrow. It's like, ah! Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's my faith.
4: It's a big testimony of, of what you know i've got the cd in my hand and this is a product <laughs> of of people's belief in you 100% their faith, yeah you know um and th- that's a big testimony.
5: yeah you know yeah and uh, you know to everyone that donated i've i've said it on my posts you know all the time but thank you so much thank you so much and i just pray that the album delivers you know it delivers for people and mm. it will do what it's intended to do
4: mm well, it's, it, it, you know, it's supposed to... Uh, your music is supposed to go to places where you physically can't... Can't, can't go. Yeah, so it's definitely going to do a, a job. And, you know, we um, we will play... We'll be playing some of the, the, the album as well. Yes. Um. I, what I'd like to say to you is, what would you say to that single mum who has a dream... Ugh. But can't see they they see the dream but there's a mountain in front of it what would you say to that to that what would you say to that person (sighs) because obviously you've 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 walked that walk so what would you say to that person
5: you're not alone that's the first thing i'd say trust god if god has given you a picture it must be possible because you can picture it, mm. right? So many times on on the journey, I look at my son, and I go, "I have to do this," because you know what we're like. We go, "Do this! Don't be like me! Follow this!" Da 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 da, and we we give them all this love and support and everything, but they're watching us they're watching us <laughs> and then at some point in the journey maybe when they become a teenager <laughs> mm. they say yeah but mum you said <laughs> so use what you have trust god and move forward just go do the courses my my mum as i said was a single mum sorry Ibe. No, no, my mum was a single mum but she had she raised four of us when I was of a. I was, I'm the eldest, so when I was of a certain age, my mum. My mum did every evening class. My mum did. She, and my mum was on benefits, and I don't say this to embarrass my mum or to bring her down. Like you know, that was that was real. You mm. know. And my mum went on every course. She was always doing a course. Like she, one day it was something, and then another day. But my mum, she educated herself after she had her four children, and she was raising raising us by herself until she finally got her degree. My mum never got a, a, a full-time job till she was in her in her late 40s. Wow. Do
3: you understand what mm, I'm saying? Mm.
5: So with the little that she had, and for some of you that are out there, you're struggling, you're raising your babies on, on benefits. I know, I get it. I've, I've, I'm that child, right? But it's possible. You just have to focus on your picture whatever it is that God's given you, and take small steps. Do that evening course. Get someone, a friend, a trusted friend, a neighbour, a family. Get your support system around you. But move forward, sis. Your children are looking at you. Your children are depending on you. But more than that, it's for you. Like, you deserve to still be the greatest version of yourself. You deserve that. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we go... Uh, oh, it's a choice between us and our children. But let me tell you something. My son has seen me in in some real low places. And as much as I thought I was masking it, and I was, you know, you get up and you you put on the, the breakfast and you do what you got to do and you get them to school and you don't, you know what I'm saying? You think you're doing a good job of masking it, but he had to live in that energy, that sorrow, that mm. pain, that fear, whatever the energy was in the house and how beautiful now for my son to go mum you're a champion like it's a different it's a different energy it's a different conversation it's a Mm. different do you know what i'm saying so you deserve that your children deserve. it's it's the knock-on effect of that Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so use what you have whatever resources are available sis use it whatever so um support system you have Use it. Mm. Don't don't be like me. Don't be prideful and be trying to manage and cope by yourself and struggle. Struggling ain't cute.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Ain't cute. We get stuck in this survival mentality. Nah, life is for living. Life is for being. Life is for thriving. So to do that for yourself. Mm. These are my few words in Jesus' name. Hallelujah! <laughs> Come on.
4: <laughs> well, you know we. um we really prayed the success of, of this new album. It's called Diva uh, Songbook. Through the Storm. Uh, through the Storm. Yeah. And uh, Songs
5: to bring you through the storm. Come on,
4: come on. Yeah. And and is there anything else attached to this album?
5: We got, uh, we've got something coming soon. I don't yeah. want to say too much, but yeah. just look out on the social medias. Yeah. <laughs> Go to my website, and we've got something that's going to follow up the album. Brilliant. Coming soon.
4: Michelle John. <laughs> Yes. Um, thank you so much. Ebay. thank
5: you so much for your support, for the platform. Because, listen, without you guys, it doesn't happen for us. We need this.
3: Mm. We
5: need people to know what we're doing. We need, do you know what I mean? We mm. need to reach the people. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much.
1: You're listening to Premier Christian Radio. It's the profile, also available as a podcast. And we've had two great interviews for you today. I hope you've enjoyed them both. Both gospel stars speaking to Moiwa in part one. That was Dietrich Haddon. And then just now in part two, you've been hearing Ibe interviewing Michelle John. We'll be back same time, same place next week with another great conversation for you. See you then.